Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cup Series. I am Melanie, and I am here with you. Welcome to Style of Living TV. Thank you so much for supporting, for your continued support to my channel, Style of Living TV, with my friend, John. I have been asked by some of my viewers to talk about mental health. Well, come to think of it, mental health is a very important topic, especially with the pandemic that we are experiencing right now. And when I think of mental health, there is one person that really comes to my mind. She's one of the strongest person I know. How do I know that? You will also know that if you go to Spotify and listen to the Learning Cup, you will listen and you will hear her experiences and you will definitely agree with me. So, not to keep you waiting, ladies and gentlemen, let's virtually welcome Cindy Moneva. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Hi, hi. Hi, Manel. Uh, it's nice to be finally here on your channel. I've been wanting to, to guess for months before, but now I'm free. So here I am. Welcome to your viewers. And hi, everybody. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for, for agreeing to, to appear in my vlog. Okay. Yes, no problem. <laughs> so I, I will let Cindy do the honor in introducing herself. So for the benefit of our viewers, please introduce yourself. Um, thank you. Thank you for that, Nang. Um, to the style of living viewers, uh, I am Cindy. I am a single mom, a proud single mom. I am a nurse and teacher by profession. I think um, if I could really introduce myself, to your viewers i am a very relatable person that whatever that you are experiencing right now i do not have it like in a very extraordinary way i am just a normal simple girl but i have extraordinary stories to share with you that's it see that's what i've been <laughs> talking about so that's what i've been talking about cindy is a teacher and a nurse by profession so when we talk about mental health and all the medical terms that is associated with mental health who am i gonna ask it should be cindy and her and her experiences and not to mention she is also active in church. Yes, that's one also I forgot to mention. Sorry. <laughs> yes. So let's start because I know some of our viewers are also um, waiting to hear this. We have been affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. And I don't know, I have been um, reading news about people getting crazy, people people killing themselves, but we'll go to that later on. Now, this question is a little bit personal for you. So how were you before and after the pandemic? I don't want to say after the pandemic, but compare yourself before the pandemic and in the midst of the pandemic. 
Yes. Um, that's, I think when I am contemplating about us trying to discuss mental health, I know for sure that we're going to discuss it with the pandemic thing that we have. I think, of course, all of us are different now. I think we we have changed at some point because this pandemic is is a situation that we did not plan. It's like it was just thrown at us. We were not prepared for this. We were not trained for this. We did not learn this in school, nothing. I think each and every one had to row the boat according to how they know how to row the boat, you know? As for me, before the pandemic, you know, if, if you know that Manang and of course the other friends that we have, I'm a very sociable person. I'm a very sociable person. You're everywhere. <laughs> I am everywhere, you know. I am that type of person that if I am invited to do this, I would say yes. If they say I would go to this place, I would say yes. Because, you know, it's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I'm, I think all of us are social beings and we always have to be with a group of people and, you know, to be with someone or to be with your family because that's who we are. We, we are social beings. However, after or no, during the pandemic, everything just changed. Um, you, you, you're suddenly cut off from really the outside world. I have never stayed in my house for such a long time ever since, since I cannot remember. You know, the, during the pandemic, I, I was able to stay in my house for straight two weeks. And at the beginning, I did not know what to do. But, you know, it, it was a cherry on top for me because I, during the pandemic, it was also the, the time that I had my baby. So I was a first-time mom. And, and if you are a first-time mother, there are certain period that you just want to go out for a while and take a break and you know just want to you want to reset yourself because this is something new to me and i have to reset not really reset but i have to change my mindset that i am not a single person anymore i am not a go wherever i want to go anymore kind of person i have to stay home i have to be with the baby and Mentally, for me, it was a bit challenging because my mindset had to be changed whether I like it or not. And, and I think it really took, yeah, probably more or less a year for me to, to balance and to adjust myself on this pandemic because I finally realized at some point, this is already realizations, but I realized at some point that there are just so many non-essential things that we were doing and we had before the pandemic. They were unnecessary. And for us to be cut off from that, we felt like we were cut off from the privilege of the world, but actually not. We, we, were, we returned to the basics. It, right. it made me realize the essential things in life not the food not just the shelter but the relationship you have with yourself when was the last time that in during the pandemic or even before the pandemic that you meditated in your room when when did we ever do that and for some reason i made it a habit and it became an essential part of my life a relationship with your family is another thing and of course relationship with your god so for some reason, this entire pandemic for me 
is more substantial than the life I had before the pandemic. So that's how I see things. Oh my God. Perfectly said. <laughs> really, perfectly said. Since just imagine, we have been friends for a long time. And the news that you having a baby, of course, it, it remember, I was so excited. And just imagine, if not because of this pandemic, what have would what would we have done, right? Yeah, yeah. I was very excited to meet you. I was very excited to play with your son. But since we have to respect the things, you said you became a first-time mom. And you had to do all the best that you had to do for the welfare of your family. And it was very difficult. And I really salute you for that. You know, just imagine things have been really, I, I really want to ask you this because imagine yeah. the kind of personality that you have. You're everywhere, <laughs> right? Come on, let's go, let's do something. You're everywhere. You are very, um, what did I say? You are very um, kind of your time, right? Aww. You're very graceful with your time whether be it your be with your students be with your family or be with your friends right you're very generous of your time but this pandemic stopped you yeah <laughs> yes but let me ask you um another question is it is the pandemic also did the pandemic give you enough time to spend with your family yeah, that's that's actually good. Um, before the pandemic, of course, you know this already now. 2018 was uh, my the time when my father died. And if you know, if you listen to my Spotify, and of course, some of the viewers that you have, I did not really spend a lot of time at home because I was unconsciously I was running away from home because it was never easy to be living with 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 uh, father is alcoholic. You know, the, the amount of abuse and the amount of, 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 of trauma at your home. I don't spend a lot of time at home. But, but after the pandemic, I, I appreciate home. It's not just the house itself, but I appreciate my mom. I appreciate my, my family. I appreciate my son. I appreciate myself. I, 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 I have given more importance on my role in my family. And I understand that, you know, no matter how, uh, let's say my father is not here, you know, my son's father is not here as well, but you know, it's not really the absence. It's really the amount of, of attention and, and love that we give to each other in a, in, in a small space, you know, even though we are in a quarantine and the, the, it, it, it is always, the the substance and the amount and the quality of relationship you have with your family and i really appreciated it right now yes yes i totally agree and wait okay okay so okay so i totally agree and I also totally agree when they said this pandemic is actually a um, magnifier. 
a magnifier of relationships. And you're right, because you really, you finally realize what is essential. No matter how big or small your house is, as long as you're spending considerable time with your family. Yes, yes. So thank you so much. Now the next question is, you talked about your experiences, you talk about the hardship. How are you coping? I think um, when it comes to coping, uh, I'm not an ex 100% expert on this. I'm not a licensed therapist. I just learn things raw. You know, these are hardcore experiences. These are first-hand learning experiences. I think we cope differently. It's, it will always depend on the situation, you know, the type of, 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 of person you are. It's like, that's what they say. Um, we, we do not ride on the same boat. That's actually true. Sure. It's like, I, we would wear t-shirts, but the t-shirt that I will wear will have a different size than you. So basically, it's not the same for everybody. It is always tailor-made. For me, my coping specifically about the pandemic at first of course i did not get it right i was having i was having troubles i was struggling i was ranting you know i was crying i was angry i was i just did not know where or who to blame with the situation that we have right now but you know by the end of the day or you know after a few months you would just have to realize if i keep having this kind of mindset I will just lose in this game of life, you know? Definitely. I will really lose because now things is, the game has changed because um, I have a little boy looking up at me. I have a little one that is dependent on me and also my mother. So I cannot, failing in life is not an option for me. It's either I have to find ways to cope with this or to rise from this. So yeah, you just really have to be, you know, just be kind to yourself. You know, you, you don't, you don't, you don't, you're not able to get things right on the first day, on the second week, or even for months. Just be kind to yourself. The answer and the coping on every situation will just come. You know, just trust and be confident that you're able to get it. But you know, people will have different ways of coping. And I think, yeah, that is where mentally, mental health challenge will really come in. Right. Um, spot on. You said you your situation is tailor made, and it's 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 so simple. The thing is, different situation, different opportunities, different coping mechanism, and God put you in that situation because probably, and I'm sure He knew that you know how to cope right in the, yeah. that kind of situation yeah. and mental health you're right so if you ask me what i do to cope this kind of situation <laughs> this i really love talking so i decided to do vlogging i really want to share i'm a teacher i'm mm. a gardener i'm <laughs> I want to send a message to people. That's yes. what I'm doing. Yes, and yes. I also want to, that's why, because I know that you're so generous with your time and with your knowledge. That's why you're here in front of me <laughs> talking about this next question. How important is it 
to be mentally and emotionally strong. Oh, it ah shocks you know. Um, being mentally stable is equal to being physically fit. You know, people does not understand that. Um, when they say when they are when they say they are mentally fit, they are mentally healthy. It means that they are no, they do not have a mental illness. That's that's not really it. Mental health is your mental state, your mindset right now. Like, are you able to cope with little challenges in life? If a wind will spring at your face, are you gonna get angry, or you will just say, "Oh, that's a wind." So how are you able to cope with those little challenges yes. in life? That's a me- that's mental health. So how are you on this mental health and on your mental health? It's very important that you are stable, not really strong, strong enough. Because sometimes we really we really have to break down. We really have to cry at some point, and we really have to acknowledge feelings such as anger and disappointment and sadness because that is just how you process yourself and. I think it's very important that you become mentally fit. You know, mentally fit. Like you know how to handle anxiety, you know how to handle disappointments, and you know how to handle stress because they are not going away. You know, they're gonna be there up until the day you die. So how are you going to to handle them? If you're able to handle them flawlessly, or if you're able to, you know, to overcome them, then yeah, you are mentally fit. That, that that's just how I see it. Yes, you're right. Mental health is as, as important as physical health. Sadly, we we as humans give yeah. more interest, more time in building muscles, but <laughs> we don't really we don't really give attention to our mental health. Now, you're a nurse. You're mm-hmm. in the medical field. Mm-hmm. Um. Sid, what, what are the signs or the early signs of mm-hmm. anxiety and depression? Mm, yeah, I've been there. I've been that, down that road. The, 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 the thing that I'm able to pinpoint that, that's why I'm able to, you know, redirect myself. Of course, the moment that you your daily routine has been disrupted, it's like you cannot function anymore. You cannot sleep well. You cannot, you know, you, you can't eat well. Um, the time that you wake up is your entire routine in life is disrupted. That's when you know that you are having anxiety and it's ruining your life. Of course, it's, it, it will always lead to depression. Depression is a deeper kind of, 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 of anxiety. It's like you're losing hope. It's like you're feeling so hopeless. You do not see the silver lining anymore. You don't. We don't see that there's a future for you anymore. Even a tiny piece of hope is gone. You know, sometimes I don't want to say that um, some people are depressed because in my in my understanding, the only person who can say that you are clinically depressed, you know, are the psychologists, the psychiatrists. You know, maybe you're just, yeah, the professionals are the one that can diagnose you with that because it's very difficult. Because I do not want to invalidate anyone's feelings it's like if, if someone will tell you that uh, oh i feel bad because i lost one thousand like that of course that person will really be anxious compared to a person you know i lost one thousand oh, it's okay somebody will yeah. help with that blah 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 yes, so yes. it's it's really difficult to weigh emotions because you cannot quantify them but i think one thing that i'm sure 
for you to know that you're having problems mentally or having anxiety because you are your daily routine is easily disrupted you are it's like a little poke you get angry that's yes. yeah that's already like it's a, a sign that wait step back step back and take a deep breath you know that's it so it's like there's there have been changes in your routine yeah. then if there's if there are changes you can be alarmed that you need help but then you know it's easy for us to say that however why is it hard to pinpoint mm -hmm. that someone has depression that yeah. someone is depressed why mm -hmm. is it so silent or secret why is that yeah um I, I get it's also the same with coping everybody has a different way of of you know of, of expressing it it's either they're gonna do it silently they're gonna be so expressive about it they're gonna tell someone they know you know they're gonna tell everybody it, it, it's different i think depression is like you know it's like this virus that we have it's a silent enemy like we it and and depression is not just a one-time deal it it started with accumulation of a series of anxiety you know there were already a lot of things happening to this person that he was not able to cope and it just keeps on topping it off up until they cannot do it anymore you now they just surrendered and they just can it's just gonna lead them to depression depression is always losing a sense of hope losing sense of self and yeah it's like they do not know what to do anymore so is it synonymous to losing your life yeah yeah that's okay um people are very careful in talking about that i'm gonna say the word it's suicide They're, they don't want to talk about it um they they are afraid of talking about it because probably that person will will open ideas about suicide you know mm -hmm. We are entertaining it, but you know, one thing that I normalizing learned, it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. The one thing that I learned in school, no, yeah, as far as I can remember, and of course, articles and everything, and from someone that I know who has ideations about it, I know someone who is almost there, and I know someone who really did it. We have to talk about it. We have to express your feelings. You know laughter is not a sign of happiness you know like ha 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 i'm happy no, no no that's not it that is not it it's like you are just trying to cover a rotten something you and you're not trying to let it out you just have to allow this person to express themselves and do not invalidate how they feel they will not reach that point depression and up to taking their own lives if it was not, you know, it, it led to a lot of things before that. It's not just a one time. There were yes. just so many things happened probably. Like series. Few, yeah, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, or years ago that had led them to that. And also, let's just, um, since we're talking about it, it's not, uh, let, let's erase the, the, the notion that suicide is a cowardly thing you know they're running away from something it, there's is their choice no it's not 
it's not their choice. It, we don't know what is running inside their head. Who would want to kill himself? Yeah, who would? Right? Because we, yeah, because we are humans. We, it is an instinct to us to survive. It's a survival instinct. And for them to have that kind of mindset that really push them, it means that they can really cannot handle whatever it is they're trying to, you know, they're, 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 they're fighting inside their head right now. And they need help. They need help. It's not they 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 must not be, you know, discriminated. You know, if someone yes. will say, "I don't want to end myself," I think no. I think it's let's normalize not invalidating someone's feelings. I think that's it. Yes, so, you know, sometimes when when I see people ranting, <laughs> getting angry on Facebook, what comes to my mind is that's his or her way of coping up with the situation just let them just mm. let them and then when i read the news about suicide they I, I i never say oh that's a cowardly thing to do why did you do that what i thought about is what led him or her yes. to do this to doing this there must be something and we as we are not professionals in you know in diagnosing someone is depressed that's why it's good for us to just listen okay to just listen and never you're correct never invalidate someone's feelings like for me i'm okay if i if i lose my job for, but of course that's not real but i mean okay just take for instance I'm okay if I lose my job because I can always find another job. So I'm okay with that. What if someone is getting crazy because he lost his job? Because that's the only job he can do. So we have to just, I think the key word is R-E-S-P-E-C-T, right? We have to respect. Hmm, you're right, you're right. So you, Sind, you are one of the bravest person and... I look up to you to what you have done with your family, survivor, what you have done with your family and with the people at church. Because, you know, I'm a witness of what you have done, right? I'm a witness of how generous you are to, to the people. Sometimes I, 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 I think Cindy will never be rich financially. <laughs> Why? Because her pocket is always open. I always think like this. Cindy will never be financially rich with full of money because, my God, this girl, her pocket is always open to help. So, so you're just, you know, you're just a, literally an angel to the people at church, to, the, to us, your friends, with your kind words, with your help. What is, let's get to this very important question okay from a woman to a woman mm-hmm. what is your advice to what what advice can you share to fellow women you know empowered women yeah i really have to laugh with i can't be rich yeah <laughs> you know you, you know there there are a lot of people telling me that but you know you know that man i i have money but it's not always gonna be for always be for the people around me and you know god will provide <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but anyways, yeah I, I i 
seem to be, I don't know, I'm trying to find ways to be rich, but the Lord said, no, 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 no. I will provide for you. Just give it to the people around you. But anyways, um, yeah, uh, as I've said, uh, mental health is very important. Uh, it's the same, has the same importance with physical health, also with spiritual health, you know? emotional health, all of that. We really have to nurture ourselves in all of those aspects. Because whatever that you are trying to put inside your, your body, also with your mind, it consumes you. So if you are trying to put so much anger and resentment and bitterness about life, then it will really consumes you. That is why, you know, uh, just... It's not that you always have to think positive. No, not really. You think also on how you are able to get out from that pattern. Like, why is this always happening to me? Why am I here right now? Because sometimes the challenges in life will not get out or will not erase up until you learn the lesson. Up until you understand why this is happening to you. And I think... You know, every time that there is a, you know, you know that man, every time that I am in a turmoil or something, I run, you know, I run. I'm not, I am not, you know, secretive about it. I, I really sh express myself because I owe it to myself. You know, you owe it to Correct. yourself. To be, you know, that's to your coping mechanism. Yeah, that's how I cope. You know, if I want to run, if I want to share something, it is because it's how I want to process my, myself. And sometimes if I don't know what to do anymore, like I have, I have practiced this, like I do not have a solution for this right now, let it go for a while. You know, there's always the, the power to let go. You know, there, is, there is power to surrender because you don't know what to do with it. it. Just let it stay there for a while. It's not you're gonna you know, leave it behind, but you're just gonna have to clear your head. And if you yes. cannot do it anymore, you just have to pray and surrender it to the Almighty. You know, for some reason, this, it, this goes out to all religion, not just for Roman Catholics. The reason why that we have to look up to a supreme being, you know, no matter what is religion, maybe Allah, God, you know, whoever, it's because we always want to have that piece of hope yes. that someone or something beyond this earthly pleasures or, you know, beyond this earth, there is someone who can help me and it gives comfort. And if you Correct. have the kind of mindset, they're going to be, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna be okay, you know? And for the fellow women that I have right now, especially you know, women who are struggling at this time, whether you are a mother, a single mom, or a single whatever, you are a woman. The fact that you are a woman, God damn, you have, <laughs> you have, you know, I really have to laugh. Sorry. <laughs> it's the, it, the fact that you are already a woman, the amount of strength that we have, you just don't know it yet. It's in you. It's in you. You just have to find it. You know, Our hearts it, can expand. It, you know, it's there. I did not even know that I am capable of being a mother. Me? Like, huh? <laughs> you know, because I'm just everywhere. But for some reason, I found that strength and I found that role without really me knowing it. All you have to do is to believe in yourself that you can. All you have to do is to believe that someone out there, someone up above, and someone in your family believes in you that you can. That's yeah. it. Just thank you so much. 
as a single mom, I know we have many, many viewers who are experiencing the same thing. What is your message to your son? My message to my son is, you know, I don't care if, you know, if he cannot be top one or a valedictorian. That's what I always say to him, you know, in my post and everything. I don't care if he cannot count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten at this age or age. Yeah, I yeah. don't care. Everybody, each child is different. I just want him to be happy with his life. I want him that it's okay to be alone. It's okay if you only have one, two, three, four, five friends. It's okay if he's going to fail at something. I just want him to be happy of who he is. No matter how, you know, he, if he thinks that, you know, things are different. We're not our normal family, you know, but he has to be happy on his own. I don't want him to always depend on me. You know, that's mm -hmm. a, no, no, that's not a different thing. I don't, I'm not that kind of mom. I want him to be the person that he is. I do not want him to follow my path. I want him to do his or work on his own path. Because my mom would always say, it is an honor to be a parent because yes. God gave you his creation to take care of. And that is not yours. You are just a steward and you have to take care of the creation. And that is already a big deal. <laughs> Hello, excuse me. Looking at his milestone, I don't think he won't be top one. Hello. <laughs> Looking at his really milestone, I met him just once. Mm -hmm. And my heart would so desire to meet him again, mm, given, yeah. uh, given this situation. Mm, I care mm -hmm. for him so much, mm -hmm. so I would not insist on meeting him. Yes, uh -huh. I would not insist on meeting him because I care for him so much. But from this time on, even at this time on, I know that you are a, you're doing a good job as a mother. And given the situation that we are in right now, there you had made another coping mechanism. And that is the learning cup. Please tell us more about it. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Like you also, man. I am very talkative. I, you know, like, did not say that. You know, if if this one, if this video is gonna come up, I'm gonna share this also and take note. It's gonna be my my student, the people from the church. Everybody will know that I am very talkative. But um, yeah, like you, I also created the platform. <laughs> Before I had it, it's like uh, that coffee talk. I, I I just change it into something that's unique and something that i'm comfortable with and it's the learning cup because i love to drink coffee and every time that i have coffee and that's it's like my version of alcohol then that's where i get being talkative and i i i i devise it into a, the learning cup because there's just so many learnings in life that i want to share and i did vlogs before i did the little videos before but i don't have the luxury of time to edit and everything then i discovered podcast and i said "Ooh, i like this podcast platform because it's more intimate yeah i just have to talk like you know just talk you don't have to see my face anymore like, even if i am just lounging around with my pajama that's okay for as long as my message and my story gets across through this platform i'm good the learning cup the purpose of the learning cup is to share my story. And these are hard, as I've said, hardcore, raw experiences. These are not secondhand. <laughs> these are really my experiences. And of course, 
on how I understand things. I want to share that to a lot of people because I know that there is someone out there who wants to find someone that has a relatable story with them. You know, let's Relate face it. much. You know, yeah. we it's 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 a very cliche if you share a problem to someone and then they oh that's okay uh, you're gonna be fine no it doesn't it doesn't help me at all but the moment that you know someone who has a similar story with you there is a sense of comfort oh i i know i really i, yeah. I can relate to that Hashtag relate yeah really yeah. it it gives you comfort that this person oh she knows what she's talking about like uh, I, I think she would understand me. Oh, she did it. Uh, maybe I can. So that is already a way of helping other people with sharing your story. And and of course, aside from that, you know, I have a gift. I have a gift of talking. So why not? <laughs> so, so, so why not use it? The Lord said, what did you do with the gift that I have given you? So I want to, you know, when I see the Lord one day, you know, God, I made a learning platform, you know. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so proud of you because way back, way back, I just told you, hey, Cindy, do you know about podcasts? I think you're the right person to do that. Let's enroll, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm really, really so proud of you when I listened to your podcast. I don't know. I don't know if I should cry because of your experiences <laughs> or I know your story, but listening your story listening to your story again through a podcast is something that huh, she's my friend. <laughs> she's my friend. You've got uh, to listen to her, uh, right? Uh, really really so I hope and I'm looking forward to to hearing more episodes what, uh -huh, what are uh -huh. your next episodes please tell yeah. us just a little bit about it okay for us to be yeah. excited yeah um yeah i already launched the first episode last week and i somehow i had good feedbacks about it i've been sharing it and they said yeah i did not know this mom i did not know this that you had this we know but we don't know that is this kind of heavy yeah you know it's how i carry it so I said, okay, let's uh, continue on with the next one. So probably Saturday or Sunday, I have a new episode. I'm actually preparing for it. Just the cover art first. <laughs> <Not really. laughs> you know, it starts from there. You know, uh, as I've said, uh, yeah, I'm a single mom. So I want to share my journey with motherhood. So the title of the episode, oh, this is the first time that I'm going to launch it here. First, uh, this episode two is unfiltered motherhood. Why unfiltered? Because, you know, when you have a baby, yeah, it's a bundle of blessing. There's a joy. Everything is focused on the baby. Yeah, we appreciate that. that we love my son so much. But, you know, there is a piece of or there is an entire life of a mother that changes so much. And mm -hmm. she really has to go through those changes alone. Because everybody's celebrating the baby. Like, come on. Like, I, I appreciate that. But let's try to become raw and, you know, unfiltered here. So I'm going to talk about my own personal journey on the, the time that I got pregnant, you know, the time that I delivered, on the entire birthing story. And how, was, how did I became a single mom? How did I ever, ever cope with it? You know, that, yeah. Episode two, unfiltered motherhood. <laughs> Oh my God, you have no idea how many women you can inspire 
with your story. And I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And can I say this? You have become more beautiful. Oh, I think motherhood suits you well. <laughs> Hello, we're, we're friends. But it's, it's just came out of my... You really have become more beautiful. Aww. I cannot see any signs of stress right. looking at you. That's because you know perfectly how to cope, oh, right? You. With your faith in God, with a, with a um, strong spirit that you have. You just dance when you feel like dancing. Oh yeah, you... I do. I do TikTok. <laughs> okay, well, yes, you you're a choreographer by heart. You were born a dancer. You're a teacher. You're um. You work in the ministry. What is your next plan, Cindy Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if there is one. The one thing that I I've learned is not really to make solid plans because you know. It's just God is just going to give you his plans. God's plans, not mine. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much. So, parting message to the viewers of Style of Living TV and for let's invite them one more time. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, to all the viewers of Style of Living, thank you for having me. Thank you, Nomel. You know what, again, just a disclaimer, I'm not an expert on the mental health or anything that we have discussed. This is just from the experiences that I have as a nurse and as a teacher. You can also, you know, have your own version of your description or story about it. But the, the one thing that we need to understand, especially on this pandemic and on this mental health, just be kind to yourself. You know, you always have to have a strong heart and protect your peace at all times. And you really have to know what really are the essential things in your life. So yeah, I'm inviting you all to listen to my podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, but it's more on Spotify. It is The Learning Cup okay, by Cindy Moneva. And yeah, I'm looking forward for you to join me there. Yay! Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Cindy, for for um, guesting here. Yay. I think this is only the first of the many episodes that I will be discussing about mental health. Mm -hmm. And again, from the bottom of my heart, I'm so proud of mm -hmm. your podcast. I wish it well. Mm -hmm. And thank you for, for um, you know, you're so kind of your time and your expertise. It may not be that expertise, mm. but thank you so much for sharing what you know and what you have experienced with us. Okay, so this has been Melanie for Style of Living TV. And I hope you liked our, our topic today. If you have any suggestions and requests, don't be shy. Okay, let your voice be heard. And don't forget to subscribe and share. Bye-bye.